Johnson with a lead feed for Thomas. Picked up by T, turns the corner. Denied! Do not go in there! Paul Millsap! All right, it's Boston Bias episode 10. I am really loud right now. Um, is it episode 10? I haven't been here in a while. I don't know. Okay. Well, my name's Connor. I'm with Ryan this week. Sadly. I'm Ryan. Can you please stop doing that? No. Okay. Well, <coughs> um, I think it is episode 10. And we have Celtics and no Bruins. Mostly just Celtics and Red Sox this week. Um, Ryan is incapable of talking about the Celtics, but we're going to try anyway. So that's a that's I watched a my second game of the year uh, two nights ago. Okay. Was and what do you think? Let's, let's start with that. <laughs> I don't know. What am I supposed to think? I mean, it's been They scored 7 r- points in the first quarter. I know I don't know basketball, but I know that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, you are correct. Um the Celtics have had their struggles a, l- a lot lately. Um I don't think I don't think this game goes to 7 7 games. I think the Hawks probably get away with it in at least 5 and if not 6. Um, been terrible offense. Been really terrible defense. There's nothing good to say about the Celtics team right now, who were good uh, not too long ago. Let's just say you don't forget about the 0-4 Red Sox. That's true. You give you give the Celtics game three at home, mm-hmm. and then you never know what can happen in game four, mm-hmm. and then the series tied up, and you never know. Mm-hmm. So... I guess you can't count them out, but I'm counting them out. I don't know what to think, so. Wow. Okay, you're really you're bringing the hot takes with this uh, Celtics talk. I did know for a fact, though, that Tom Thibodeau was the uh, Celtics assistant head coach. I was very proud of myself for knowing that. A long time ago. Yeah, but still, I knew that. Let's make it clear that, like, this wasn't recently. This was, like, the Doc era, and Doc hasn't been there in, like, three years. Two years. Two years? Two years. Three right. years. Three years. Three years. That's what I was right. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't um, discredit you. <coughs> um, so, any other any other Red Sox talk or, I mean, Celtics talk or? Uh, no. It's just, there's just nothing good to say. I can't even name the five starters. Oh. Avery Bradley, Isaiah Thomas. Avery Bradley's now out injured. Oh. Right? Yeah. With a ham, uh, hamstring. Groin string? Uh... Is Jay Crowder a starter? I get so confused in the starting lineup. Here, you want to look up the starting lineup right now? You, you put no, 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 no. You, you guess your starting five, and I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, Avery Bradley, Isaiah Tom. Well, uh, Avery Bradley being hurt puts a wrench in it. What am I yeah. supposed? Well, no, no. Just, I don't know just, the bench. Right, no, no, no. Just guess what you would have thought their game. Their game one starting lineup was Avery Bradley. Okay. Isaiah Thomas. Okay. This is not in order either. Yeah, yeah, I, I got you. Jay Crowder. Okay. Why is there a guy named Paul Millsap on the on the Bruce Celtics or no? no? We just listened to a clip where uh, Paul Millsap was denying the crap out of Isaiah Thomas. Oh, so um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kelly Olynyk's a bench player. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting the starting lineup right now. David Lee was cut. 
like a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> oh god, this is not good. Um, okay, so I'm gonna read it off. You got Isaiah Thomas starting a point guard. Yep. Then you have Marcus Smart. Oh, I knew that too. He he took over for uh, Avery. And Wait, Avery you, Bradley isn't starting. No, because he's injured. I just told well, you. Well, I know that, but beforehand. Oh, beforehand he was. Oh, okay. Um, Jay Crowder's your small forward. Amir Johnson's your power forward. That's right, Amir Johnson. I know that name. Yeah, and then Sullinger's your center. Isn't he, he the one that everybody kind of wants to trade? There was trade talks about him. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. I okay. don't know much. Okay. I uh, still think that we should have gotten Al Horford, who's part of the torching of them right now. That's that's a good point because like. I don't know if the Hawks are in this position with Al without Al yeah. Horford. Yeah. So like it's one of those things where they like, kind of might have done knew, it to themselves. Yeah. But I mean Al Horford's had a hell of a series as well because uh he shot the ball. Like he's a center who can shoot threes. I am really dumbing it down for you. Thanks. I was going to I was going to say other things so I'm like he's a center. He's a big guy. He is taller than your average bear. Nice. And yes. they're not supposed to be able to be good at shooting, but guess but what? They are. Plot twist, he's good. All right, this other enough talk. Is, ta- no, I was going to say we're done. Enough, we're enough. done. I'd rather talk Bruins right now, and they're not even playing. Uh, you guys already talked about it last week, The the, even though it could not be saved. I talked about it. Okay. You talked about it, uh, but it was not saved, so nobody knows. Um, yep. So I guess we just won't go over the What do you have again. to say? What do you have to think about Claude Julien not getting fired? How about that? That's a tough question. I'm really confused about. I like, just come with the hard hitters. I think, I think it. I know all the Bruins beat writers and Bruins writers want Claude to stay because he's a good coach, and I think he is a good coach. But I think it was time to move on, because you've seen the Bruins struggle the past couple seasons, and I think it was time to, you know, change of face. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you need that new leadership. Bergeron and Claude and Char and Claude, they have been together so long that I think it's time to switch it up because it hasn't been working. That being said, I do, I don't have a problem with people saying he's a good coach and he d- wasn't given much to work with, and I understand that. And That's I don't, my look at it. Yeah, he and, did not have a defense. I agree with that. And I said this last week, and Colin disagreed with me, and then I boom roasted him. Okay. Bergeron needs to be the captain. Whether you get rid of Chara or not, that's a different situation. This would be the season to do it. I do agree with that. You make Bergeron the captain, and you make Chara an alternate. Colin said, you can't do that. You can't do that. They'll be on the same team still. It'll offend Chara. Hey, San Jose Sharks. They did change the captain. Now there won't be Pavelski became the captain. Thornton became an alternate. And guess what? They're tearing it up. They're beating the Kings. Exactly. You're right. Um... Boom. It's it's tough Roasted. though. Like, yeah, it worked then, but it also could fire back right in your face. And it could I don't think so. I think Char is a team enough guy that you know he knows that Bergeron is kind of the emotional leader of that team. For Patrice Bergeron in the last four weeks of that season to get as angry as he did in certain situations was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. like this is more of a team thing than it is a coaching thing because they came in and there were games where I mean, what was it against the Red Wings? They went what they won six to one. Um. Yeah. Wait. The Bruins won six one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not that it's a lack of preparation on the coaching end. It's just a lack of execution on the players' end. Inconsistency. Yes and no. Just because, um, 
I don't know. Like, Claude has a system, and he sticks by that system. So when it doesn't work, he still sticks by it. Sticks by it. Well, it's hard not to. I know, but I'm just saying, like, that, you got to get guys to buy in. Yeah, the system hasn't worked for two years now. So well, it hasn't. It hasn't. I, I don't think these seasons. I think these seasons have been failure. I think that if he has another season like this next year, he's definitely gone. But I think keeping mm-hmm. him might have been the right decision. And making some personnel movements in the meantime between off-season moves and free agency and maybe some locker room decisions. Yeah, and I think I think uh, it also puts another – what am I trying to say here? It's hard to say, like, Cam Neely and – all the guys upstairs, they were interviewed in January, and they were saying, if we don't make it to the playoffs, this is a failure of a season, blah, blah, blah. And then you don't make the playoffs, it's a failure of a season, and your coach is almost praised. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard. They're well, it's also hard, too. Messages. He's the most winningest head coach in Bruins history. Right. I Sure, I guess. No, that's a I mean, fact. I mean, it is a fact. Sure, I guess. No, it's a fact. I'm saying, like, It's a sure, well-known fact. I'm, I'm saying, sure, I guess, like, I guess that's relevant. It's very relevant. It's just, I mean, he's, I guess, I don't know. You can win, like, you can win just enough games to not make it into the playoffs and still pile up wins. I think it's all about playoffs at this point. Playoffs? Yeah. Playoffs? And that being said, they really only need to win one more game. That's true, but that also that comes down on the players not executing. They're inconsistent. But is, is, do you think is that the coach's fault though? No, I don't because those? there were games where they came out and they were so good that you could be like, wow, they were actually really prepared for this game. Yeah, so maybe it's the preparation that they're put into by the coaches. Like the games that at, in the end stretch, they should have, they should have uh, been a little more prepared for that since they're in a playoff hunt. They literally it was. Their position to lose, and they lost it. So I mean, it was a failure. It was like the Red Sox. They went to overtime against the Hurricanes, and they could have used that one, that those two points. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple overtime games that they could not win in overtime. Yeah, and I, I, feel I like every time they go to overtime, they did not. Win. That's not that's not necessarily the coaching's job because if you look back at it, they were leading at one point in that game. They just were never able to finish, and that comes on the players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a tough decision, and I really think. I think it has to do with the fact too. I don't both, think I don't think Zidane, I think Zidane Chara's ability to motivate and inspire is not nearly at the level of the caliber of Patrice Bergeron's. It, it might be time for that switch. I can see that. But then also the thing is, I guess it's better that Claude is there to make that decision if they're going to go that way. Because if you bring in a new coach and he makes that decision, everybody hates him already. Exactly. So there's. There's so many little things that come into this decision in that it's, what's his face, uh, Sweeney's second year? Like, maybe he, maybe this is his guy and he likes him. Yeah. Maybe. So so Who many knows? things go into Only this. they know. We can speculate all we want. And that's is why we're here. We can have so many hot takes. Hot takes. Zesty takes is what we like to call them here. How's your mic? I don't know. How is it? <laughs> it's still working. It is working. Um, okay, so you want to move the Red Sox? I know that's pretty much what we know best. Uh, no, I think, I don't know. What do I know better, Patriots or Red Sox? That's a tough question. I don't know. Prove prove me right or wrong with Red Sox talk right now, and we'll see. Well, what? Well, well no, we're going to decide afterward. What? You, you that have was to prove weird. to me. That was weird. That <laughs> you was have to weird. prove to me. That was weird. 
Um, okay. Do I know more about baseball than you do? Yes or no? I mean, you played longer than I did, but I played just... long. You played? <laughs> I played in middle school. Yeah, I played in middle school. I, d- I mean, I did stats for two years too. So. Yeah, that's whew, picking up on guys' arm slots and being able to read pitches. Yep. I'd be a great scout. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Watch a lot of baseball. Yeah. Um, I played a lot of baseball. As we speak, I'm gonna move on. As we speak, the Red Sox are losing by the score of live check. Uh. Eight uh, seven. They're coming back. I wish we could nope. watch the game. I see it right here. I know. I didn't say. You said nope. Oh, I th- I thought you meant they were making a comeback. I was I was like it's been eight seven for a while now. Oh really? Yeah. I only saw it at eight five. Oh. <laughs> Whoops! Oh, oh my god! Again. <laughs> my bad. Uh, all right, so it's eight seven. David Price had a rough outing. For my prediction is very week. very wrong. About what? Oh, David Price always winning games, and Joe Kelly was gonna win all these games. Joe Kelly's now hurt. With a shoulder and Rick Porcello is that guy. Rick Porcello is like our best pitcher right now. Rick, pretty Ricky, is our best starter. Pretty, pretty Ricky. Uh, so do you have a leadoff take about um, these Boston Red Sox? That literally, there's a new headline every day. Christian Vasquez is the Vasquez effect. Elite. As our friend Karabi says. I think Christian Vasquez is incredible. I think that catching is so underrated. And I think Christian Vasquez is slapping people in the face and saying, don't forget about the dirt dogs behind the plate. I'm going to hold you right there. Travis Shaw just hit a double late. It's tied 8-8. I wish we were watching the game. Wow. Show must go on. Um, But, yeah, I agree. Christian Vasquez has had a significant difference. And it's interesting because – David Price has a terrible outing with Vasquez behind the plate while other pitchers are doing very well with Vasquez behind the plate. David Price David Price didn't have necessarily he came out and he was pitching fairly well. David Price's bad inning, however, was a very, very bad inning. And David yeah. Price gives up one bad inning at least to start. So far. Are you worried about David Price? No, it's April. Yeah, okay. It's, it's April, April it's April twenty first, buddy. It's seventy degrees out. It is a beautiful the sun is shining, playing day. Why are we playing day baseball it's on Thursday. a Thursday? I think they're traveling to Houston. Oh, still. I don't think they're traveling to Houston. Yeah, they are. Have you not? Have you not watched the news? Oh, anything? The flood. Yeah. All right. That's. Well, they, dude, they're don't. supposed to have a game. Yeah. I'm not laughing. You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> not at that. <laughs> I know people in Houston through other people. JJ Watt. I didn't even think of JJ Watt. He got into work, I was though. Gonna say he got, he into, got work. into work, so. So it can't be that bad. If you have an excuse, it's not good enough, I guess. Um. Anyway. Uh, no, but really, I hope everybody in Houston's okay. Yeah, of course. I Wasn't don't know if we have any Houston listeners, though. If we do, that'd be mind-boggling. So, I mean, maybe do. May- maybe people in Ding Dong City. Texas. Oh, that's right. Ding Dong City, right down the street from where my sister lived. Yes, exactly. I so forgot they, all about they, Ding they Dong. Be, yeah. Shout out to the Ding Dong City. Shout out to Ding Dong. Please don't be halfway flooded. halfway between Colleen and Austin. <laughs> if you're looking, you know for you're it. Texas. <laughs> I know. T- yeah, I know it, and I haven't even been there. Wow, we should make a trip to Ding Dong City. Um, it's probably imagine if it was like an actual Western town, just like you walk in, there's the saloon with the swinging doors. <laughs> you just walk in. <laughs> What's up? That I mean, those. I don't even know what to say to that. 
I have nothing. Have you ever watched the Cribs episode with Dale Earnhardt Jr.? No. You haven't seen that? Dude, no. you got a YouTube it. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has like an actual Texas village in his uh, backyard. I did see something about his like ESPN went to his house and he has like a nut like his house is nuts. It sits on like a hundred acres. He's got his own yeah. go-kart dirt track. And then like way out back in the woods when he has buddies come over, he has like a little hotel so or say and it's literally a village where he's got like taps on deck and like you walk into a saloon and he can just serve all his buddies it's, it's pretty nuts that's the dream right there that'd be fun i should have gotten into nascar that's what i should have done you really should have that'd be you mean bristol motor speedway is right down the street not bristol nope i nope. mean new nope. hampshire motor speedway yep it's loudon right well no Bristol's, bristol's in tennessee is it I yeah Know your NASCAR, buddy. I don't know NASCAR. I have a NASCAR. Bristol's in. T- <laughs> Bristol's I don't. In I don't write NASCAR. There is a Bristol, New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> but New Hampshire don't have two tracks. There's so many Bristols. There's one in Connecticut. Are you making fun of us for being redneck? No, I'm from Maine. I don't make fun of anybody for being redneck. Are you kidding me? Well, you're a different kind of redneck. Okay. There's like a variation. There are different variations. Obviously not. There's not one redneck. Yeah. Moving you on. know who is a redneck? Who? Brock Holt. You know who's Brock tearing Holt. it up? Brock Holt. And you know his Jeep is sick. He's got a Jeep? He's got like a couple cars. We got something in common. Kind of. Not really. Anyway, Brock Holt. We're short. Brock Holt. His play in left field is remarkable. He's ten times better than anybody who plays out there. Yeah, no, I was saying it last like night. Was, were you there last night when I was talking about how good the Red Sox could be? Um, no. Was that just Josh? Probably just Josh. Oh. I was not there last night. Hmm. I saved all my Red Sox hot takes for this podcast. I was talking about Very how sure. good the Red Sox have, like, such a good little core group in the chemistry and how they're going to be good for such a long time. I think so. Because I think... If they get pitching. I think... What do you think? I think that... That Hanley Ramirez is going to become a DH next year. If David Ortiz still plans to retire, Sam Travis is going to get the nod. He's going to be a stud at the major league level at first base. At first base, okay. Travis Shaw is going to stay at third. I like that. Xander is our future at short. Yes. I think we're going to... we got to pay him, though. Yeah, that's true. That sucks. Red Sox don't like paying people. No. Well, now they do, but Uh, Dave does. Dave does. John Henry does does not. No. John Henry would rather go spend money on a guy like Pablo Sandoval than have a homegrown guy. Yeah, God forbid. Banana Land. Yep. Um, okay, Fortnite. So, so I think we'll get rid of Pedroia for pitching. I don't think so. And I believe we'll use Moncada. Who, who is going to... Moncada. Okay, Mon- Moncada. No, that's not what I was going to say, but Moncada is like uh, two years out. But um, he could be who's a gonna out. Who's going to take Dustin Pedroia for a, a decent pitcher? Oakland Athletics. They're weird. You're banking on one team to be super odd and give up Sonny Gray for Dustin Pedroia. Yeah. All right. The Astros need leadership. They'll trade away their 1-8. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, they're not going to. Uh, we'll trade them to the Yankees. <coughs> I mean, Dustin Pedroia could be part of a deal, but you would have to give up so much if it's just Dustin Pedroia for Sonny Gray. You would have to give up, like, four prospects. What's that even. other guy that came up, the 40-man roster pull-up last year? He's a shortstop. He's kind of like the odd man out right now. But he's boys with Swihart and Shaw. I always want to say Benintendi when you talk no, about the not. angle. That's like the first name that comes to my head. He's a second baseman, though, isn't he? No, he's a sh- this guy's a shortstop. Oh. I don't know. I think his name's like Mike something. Look at him up. I don't. Hold on. 
Um, anyway, going around the outfield, though, we have Ruzny as depth. You have Brock Holt. Imagine if Ruzny turns out to be, like, the stud I turned him into on MLB The Show. Uh, he probably won't be, because Ruzny can't hit a fastball. But that's, like... I can dream, dude. You can dream. Yeah. Um, then in center, you have Jackie Bradley, who I have no problem with right now. Devin Marrero. Devin Marrero. I think Devin Marrero is a guy that we could move somewhere, because... I, I just I don't know. If he's a shortstop, then he's gonna have a hard time finding room. Unless the Red Sox were to just say goodbye to Xander, which I couldn't see them allowing. To no, happen. he is the all right. We haven't had. He's the future shortstop. We have not had a few like a shortstop, a reliable shortstop since Nomar. But we did draft Devin Marrero in the first round of 2012. Where is he now? Triple A. Uh, didn't set. Oh, minors. Um, because uh, yeah, he's in Pawtucket right now. Because he's probably ready to go soon. In and 13 games, he's. Well, oh, never mind. We're not going to talk about Devin Marrero right now. Is he struggling? Yeah, I'll say the least. Okay. So he's maybe he's a little far out then. Uh, yeah. With a 185 average right now, I don't think he's going to be getting the call very really soon. Yeah, probably not. Let's see how his fielding's doing. I don't think people care about Devin Marrero. He's got a 977 fielding percentage. Wow. Dude, relax. Relax. I think we'll trade Pablo. That'll be more pitching. Santiago. Uh, Yeah, but not good pitching. Who's going to give up something? James Shields. He's not good. Big game James. He used to be good. Big game James. That nickname has gone by him now. Why do you keep hitting I don't know, man. Why is there a newspaper on the floor? Uh, that's probably where they deserve to be. Whoa. You're the sports <laughs> editor, man. You're supposed to be the supervisor of morale. Yeah, no, I was kidding. I love the paper. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so and then pitching the bullpen. The bullpen's bullpen. young. Other than coaching. Bullpen is being overworked big time. Yeah, Farrell's... Not Farrell's, doing a very good job no, in terms of managing that bullpen. Why is Farrell's first instinct is Tozawa? Every time. I feel like His like, arm has to be hanging. Yeah. Alright. Every time they call to the bullpen, I feel like he goes Tozawa and then the guy goes, Sure, like again. Junichi, you feel good? Yeah, sure. And I don't think he can speak English, so I think he just goes out That's there every just, day. <laughs> that was too far. I was I just going I, along I with the fact that like Junichi like feels obligated when coach calls on him to be like, no, I yeah, se- I, I guess don't I'll think go. He speaks English because Koji doesn't speak very good English. What's the guy on the Cubs name? The guy that is electric. Uh, Takashi. Takashi. We need him on the Red Sox. He would be a great. I feel like. I He'd feel just like be a great clubhouse guy. Him and guy. Big Poppy would like really get along. No, him and Cubs. Hanley. Oh, him and Hanley. Hanley would get so distracted by. Him, I don't think Hanley would Hanley would be the guy that's, like, turned around if he's out in right field or something, looking at him, like, mid-pitch. Yeah, and, like, giggling. Uh, but, speaking Hanley'd of... Hanley would have, like, an idea to hook him up to a mic on the PA system mid-game. Uh, speaking of Hanley, Hanley, I love Hanley now. I'm all in on Hanley. I he, liked Hanley his first go-around with the Red Sox. I think Hanley should be at first base, and I think Sam Travis should be DH. Uh, he's a very good first baseman. That's a hot take. Yeah, it is. There should be like a fire sound sizzling in the background. Nope, that doesn't sound anything. That sounds like kind of like sizzling a out. suction, kind of like a vacuum. Like, 
It should be more of like a crackling sound. Like a... Yeah, all right, <laughs> I'm done with this. Are uh, we allowed to, through copyright laws, to bring up a YouTube video of fire crackling in the background? I don't think the fire crackling is copyrighted. Oh, Jay-Z haven't signed that to no records. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let me... <laughs> where were we? Hanley Ramirez. Where, where do you want to go with this Red Sox talk? Um, Take it away, Ryan. I think John Farrell... Yeah, John Farrell, I don't agree with a lot of decisions. I think that... I said this... I think I said this last week as well. And... Not to say names or point fingers, but somebody forgot to save it, and it wasn't me, and it wasn't Connor, and it wasn't Josh, so that leaves one. Colin! I said I wasn't leaving names. I I didn't do it. As producer of the show, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh... I said that if it wasn't for the situation that Farrell had last year, I Cancer? think that he would have – I didn't want to say it because now it kind of makes me sound like a bad person. I was going to say, you're just implying a very mean take, so I'm just going to – No, I think that if it wasn't for that, he would have been fired because if you look at it, the numbers that Tori Lavulo got out of those guys, the pitching-wise especially – why'd that just like bust in my ear like that? Here, here, keep going, keep going. Uh, the numbers that Tori Lavulo got out of those pitchers last year, what did he take over mid-August? Um, if you look at the numbers yeah. as a whole from the when Tori Lavulo took over compared to where John Farrell had gotten them, it's night and day. And but I think they were out of it then. But still, it doesn't matter. I don't think. I think that Tori Lavulo, mm, Tori Lavulo's decision making was a lot different than John Farrell's. I agree, and I do think Tori Lavulo. I think Lavulo should be the manager. But that being Why said, do you think they kept him? Why do you think he didn't take oh, jobs he's, elsewhere? He's, he's There's, there was some sort of backdoor conversation where oh, they were like, absolutely. That's if why John's off to a, 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 a terrible start, you're going to be our and guy. And that's why Travis Shaw's at third base and not Pablo Sandoval. Up because, until the injury. Because John Farrell knew that he John was Farrell coaching for his job. John Farrell knows that he's coaching for his job and that he needs wins now, and Travis Shaw gives him those wins now. Except he's pinch hitting for him in the sixth <laughs> inning. Is there, like a thing that, is there a thing that he doesn't like Travis Shaw or something? I think he has something. Maybe he has backdoor deal with Pablo Sandoval. Oh, maybe it's because he played with his dad. He didn't like his dad. Maybe. Hot take. Hot take. Zesty take. Fire sound in the background. That was more. That was the closest. We, yeah. We need a producer to like sit here and like play that sound. You know who's free right now? I don't know. Chris Curtis of the Dennis and Callahan show, formerly oh, yeah. of the Dennis and Callahan show. Let's call him. Hey, you want to do this? Uh, hey, Curtis. That like literally has no structure right now. Can you maybe get Kirk on the show? I know you guys get along real well. Though, uh, we don't have commercial. I want. I want to make this clear. We don't have commercial breaks. Oh, those were also jokes on my part. The last couple weeks is the ideals wheels. Oh yeah. They're in like year twenty twenty three. So realistically, it was like kind of a Back to the Future kind of stint if you think about it. We're advertising a company in the future. See, I'm looking for advertising for Sandoval also. That's a new thing. I'm sorry to tell you. Didn't consult your business guys. No. Well, you guys have given it's me a bad no business advice. deal. Uh, are you in it for the love of the blogging, or are you in it for the money? Uh, absolutely the money. Yeah, I love it, but I love for the love more. of the game. Speaking of the game, let's get back to it. What's the score? It is 8-8 eight, eight in the 8th. I eight, love no, the number 8. 8-8 eight, eight. Eight in the ninth. Oh. I think. No, top 8. 
Eight, eight, eight is my favorite number. Why? Carl Yastrzemski. See, mine's five because of No More. It's respectable, but it's a little too common. I miss No More. It's a little too common. No More is my boy. It is my childhood favorite. I wore eight in Little League. Same. I wore number five. I wore eight. No, I didn't wear eight at Laconia High School. I wore six. At Laconia High School. No, because they didn't have a number eight. And then at Tilton, I wore eight. Awesome. And then at Nichols, they gave me nine for baseball, and I wanted eight so bad. I was so close. Numbers were assigned to us. I was like, oh, my God. It's like new. Nine? Ted Williams, though. That's true. I know. I wasn't bad about nine. I'm a small guy. I needed a a single number on my back. You should be number two because you're small, just like Jerry Reynolds. That had no correlation. You know how many catchers I played with? You know how many catchers I played against that that wore number eight? It was weird. Bizarre. Jerry Jerry Remy, Dave Lyons, Dave O'Brien. Dennis Eckersley and Dave O'Brien, please. You're a fan of that? Uh, You like Dennis? Yes. Because I think Dennis tells it how it is. I think Dennis has ten times the baseball IQ that Jerry Remy has. Jerry Remy knows his baseball. Jerry Remy knows his baseball, but Jerry Remy is also like, he's kind of overstayed his welcome. He he won't shows be, up he won't when he feels like it. And he it. shows up when he feels like it. He's had a lot of controversy he off shows the up field. When he feels like it. What are you talking about? Where was he this past week? He's told not to be there, dude. In his contract, he only has like ha- he's only broadcasting half the games because they want. Ed he's in there. lost his magic. Yeah, he's lost Don Arcillo. Yeah, Don Arcillo was what that kept him alive. That chemistry was beautiful. And it's just not the same with Dave. If they were going to get rid of anybody, they should have gotten rid of Jerry, not Don. And bring in Eck. Actually, Don and Eck were pretty good together. Yeah. I think I think Eck is just like a very smart baseball mind. He's, uh, just, he's just quirky. And yeah, I think some people like don't that. like that. They well. like it serious sometimes, and Jerry gives well. it pretty serious. Uh, and Eck is just like, oh, cheese. Uh, that being said, I like uh, Eck. Eck comes from a time period where baseball went from being like hard, I, I wouldn't say not hard nosed, but more of like a. became more of kind of like a, a loose environment instead of a, a, a hard nosed kind of. Not necessarily a football mentality, but as close as baseball can get to the football mentality of the "I'm tougher than you," "I'm gonna, I'm gonna play harder than you," "I'm gonna be faster than you," "I'm gonna," all that other stuff. Yeah, I d- I do like Eck, and I think I don't even know why Lions is in there. Like, I don't either. It doesn't make much sense to have three guys in there. No, I think if you're gonna do three guys, you go Jerry, Eck, and uh, Ob. Putting Steve Lyons in there with him just gives Steve Lyons false hope because I think it's X job to lose. I think why is Lyons like he talks a lot? He, he does doesn't talk stop a lot. talking. Yeah, he's in the MLB The Show, which is really weird too. Yeah, that's strange. I don't know how, how he landed that gig. Don't know. Um. Anyway, who's the new radio guy? I have not listened to him yet. Is he? Good? I haven't listened to him either. He's the guy from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to try that out soon. Nobody um, talks about it, so. Yeah. Can't be that bad, right? Huh. how that works? I think that's how Boston works. Whereas if you do good, you don't get talked about. And if you don't do good, you're all they talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else about the Red Sox? Um, it was Bill Belichick's birthday. 
Okay. Happy birthday, Bill Belichick. Um, on this day, 21 years ago, 22 years ago, not even maybe 20 years ago. What are you Scott talking? Zolak was drafted by the New England Patriots. Okay. Sup, Zoe. Sup, Zoe. We're, um, <laughs> we're friends with Zoe, kind of. Yeah, no, I mean, I've shook his hand, so. His oh. hand is massive. Oh, my God. I think I lost mine for a second. Yeah. Um, engulfed. The draft is going to be interesting. Uh, the Eagles making a boneheaded move. Yeah, okay. I don't like uh I also like how you were like, anything draft. more to say about the Red Sox? And I was like, Bill Belichick's birthday was the other day. Yeah, you always do that. Um, I don't understand teams trading, like, the world for the first and second pick. Yeah, I, it does. It's such a gamble. You've, it There's never such works. a better success rate of the guys in the later rounds, it seems like, than Tom... Freaking Brady. 199. Uh, then of the guys that they pick at the beginning of the rounds. Like, for instance, Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski both came from picks that the Patriots got by trading down. I And then Robert Griffin III recently, Sam Bradford, Matthew Stafford's not even that good. No. So I don't really know, like, the logic. I don't know why teams keep getting fooled by this. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Because you're gonna have a guy that's in the FCS that you're going for, and you're gonna waste like a second round or second pick. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Like, yeah, he could be he good. He probably could be good, but like, I don't know anything about him. Like a normal. He played at North Dakota State against schools like UNH, and no knock in UNH by any stretch. And Stetson. But they're, not they're not a. They're not a Auburn or an Oregon or an Ohio State or a Michigan. Which I is get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, and there's a reason why he didn't go to those schools. Cause you know, I, I that that being said, I think a normal draft with normal quarterbacks in the draft, I think they go second round, they do well. But now they're gonna get picked really high. And, and the price tag. Oh Look God. at what the Eagles Five just did. Picks. The Eagles have Sam Bradford. I like what the Browns are doing though. Uh, Sam Bradford. I can't even think of the other. Chase Daniel, thirty-four million dollars guaranteed between the two. Chase Daniel, not that good. Sam Bradford. Maybe if he could stay healthy, but he won't. So, I don't know. I don't. I really don't understand it at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. So I know what you're saying. The NFL is a funny, funny place, man. It really is. Like you have a baseball guy come in and like gets all those picks from the Eagles, and the Eagles are just gonna throw them away. And then he's probably like, "Wait, there isn't fourteen thousand picks in the draft?" Yeah, and. <laughs> you can't trade picks in the MLB, so uh, he made his first draft pick trade. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, you can't trade picks in the MLB? No. I learned that this week. I never knew. I yeah. could have swore you. People could've. don't know that. Hmm. So, hmm. that that's a cool fun fact. Hmm. That's your fun fact of the day. Hmm. You want to know my fun fact of the day? Yeah, I would love to know the fun fact of the day. Um. I mistook. The fish nuggets for chicken nuggets at first. That's my fun That's fact. That's not a fun fact. I know. I was trying to think of one. Um, Something about Christian Vasquez and his catching. What about him? What do you want to know about Christian Vasquez and his catching? Give me a fun fact about his catching. Uh, Christian Vasquez, the amount of strike. I wish I knew the percentage of the strikes that he has sold because the difference between him and Blake Swihart is night and day. Watching Christian Vasquez frame a baseball. Everybody has this misconception that when a catcher frames a baseball, they pull it back into the strike zone. That is the biggest insult in the world to an umpire. Okay. 
And what that does is it basically, when a catcher pulls it back into the zone, the umpire is not stupid. He can see a catcher do that. And it's a slap in the face to him being like, oh, you were obviously weren't good enough at seeing this pitch. Let me try to fool you by pulling it back into the zone. No, you're there to help the umpire. So by sticking the pitches the way he does, especially on close ones, he doesn't move his body that much. He sways his ankles so that where he catches the ball, it's in the center of his body. And by doing so, it makes a pitch more apt to look like a strike. Okay. And by doing that, umpires are more lenient in terms of giving calls. That's because to them, they see, oh, this is where this guy lined up, and he caught the ball where he lined up. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So, for instance, when Christian Vasquez is able to line up on the outside part of the plate, and basically I've always been taught that you line up your cup with where you want to basically where you want the pitch. So if you want it, if you want it on the blacks, you line up on the blacks. Gotcha. What Christian Vasquez is able to do is say he wants a pitch away on a right-handed batter, he'll line himself up, but if it is just that little half of an inch where an umpire is able to notice if you're not good at what Christian Vasquez does, that it's off the plate. Christian Vasquez is able to position his body to make it look like he's still over the plate, but he didn't actually catch the ball over the plate. Okay. That's the Christian Vasquez effect. It's a lot to take in. It's very interesting, though. That Sorry. is a fun fact. I know it's my a catching. fun statement. I know my catching. Yeah, I know. I just kind of let you ramble there. Um, Whew, got me in the zone there. I need a water. <laughs> yeah, cool off a little bit. Uh-huh. It's really hot in here. It's so hot in here. Um, we need a thermometer. We also need like need a ventilation. A what? See how hot it's it is. Seventy-eight in here. It says right there. <laughs> um, we need windows. We need ventilation. We need central air. We need something. Wow, you! I really got you going. You're talking fast now. You just. I was asleep and now I'm awake. You poked the bear. Poked the bear with a little catch and take. Um. Um. Another thing too, Blake Swihart's catching ability. He's a converted catcher. He was drafted as a shortstop. That's a fun fact. Nobody probably knew that. He was drafted as a shortstop? Fun fa- well, he wasn't drafted as a shortstop. He was a shortstop in high school. Okay. He was a 50, so, he was a 50-50. He was 50 short, 50 catch. Uh, so it was kind of like a situation where so their he, starting catcher might have been like their ace, for instance, in high school. So, so he, he caught. Guy, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he... The Sox saw more of a fit for him in the pro level as a catcher. That's pretty impressive that he's this good, and he was not even like a he wasn't like no. A I'm talking Swihart, not Vasquez. Oh, I thought you were talking. No, 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 no. Vasquez is like a hundred percent like since yeah. the age of twelve. Well, they want Vasquez to play. No left field. Swihart, dude, oh. get your catchers right. Oh my god, there's too many catchers. I'm just gonna start saying Hannigan now. Um, no, they want Swihart to play left field now. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Well, Swihart's bat's so good. I know, but like, Swihart's the kind of guy you want to play every either. day. No, Swihart could fit it first, but you got Sam Travis. Unless you could turn Sam Travis into a left fielder. But, like, why... why? I'm coming for that job, John. Why don't you make, like, Swihart a second baseman? Too tall. Too lanky. Mm, true. He's not smooth enough. He's not quick enough. Swihart's not a very fast guy. Left field's such, like, a weird place to put him. I mean, Bryce Harper. You put him in right. Not... Fenway right field, though. What? Fenway's right field is tough. Do you do you realize what Bryce Harper played when he was, like, drafted? No. He was a catcher. Oh. Look up some of the videos of him catching. He's unbelievable. Then why? The only reason why they moved him to a corner outfield position is longevity. 
See, I didn't know that. That's another fun That's fact. That's a fun fact. That's three wow. fun facts for you today. I'm on that fire. That was only two fun no, facts. No, Christian the... Vasquez and the catching team. Yes. Swihart being a shortstop in high school. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we should just wrap it up right now with the fun facts. Um, do I have any other fun facts? Um, Tom Brady didn't play JV his freshman year. He was the backup quarterback, and they went 0-8. Fun fact. Wow. Do you want to just keep going? Do you have anything else? Um, Bill Belichick played lacrosse at Wesleyan. Fun fact. We need like a fun fact noise. Mm. Along with the fire noise, a fun mm-hmm. fact like pew. Mm-hmm. We're working on that. Um, Travis Shaw was babysat by Pedro Martinez when his dad played for the Expos. I knew that, but that's, that is still fun. Um, I wish I wish this was a video because that was that was a mess. <sighs> what else is a fun fact? You should you should get one more and end it so you don't look like an idiot searching for another fun fact. David Portnoy hit 455 his senior year in high school. I saw that on Twitter the other day. I that's saw it in the newspaper. See, article. that's not a fun fact. Yeah, I mean it actually kind of shows that he has a decent amount of athleticism. Yeah, but um, fun fact. Let's go. Um. Also, the Red Sox, well, you think the Red Sox are now down 9-8. Because, naturally, they're the Red Sox. Hmm, let's see. Oh, oh, Tom Glavin was drafted by the Los Angeles Kings to play hockey. Yeah, okay, that's from part of my take. We should probably say that. Yeah. This is a Barcelona podcast. But that is interesting because I didn't know he was good at hockey. He doesn't seem like a hockey guy. He's from Massachusetts. He's from Massachusetts? Yeah, he's from Bill Ricca. See, that's, that's, I knew what, that's that. what you should have gone with. His aunt has a, a lake house where my family does. Or not his aunt. Not his aunt. I'm sorry. Not his aunt. His sister. Okay. See, I didn't know he was from Bill Rickard. And it was actually kind of cool because oh, sure. her license plate was Massachusetts. It was a Massachusetts plate because she lived in, like, Concord or something. And it was Mets 47. Hey. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, we're going to end it on those fun facts from our very own Ryan White. Who's just I'm an encyclopedia. I was going to say, you're just a bag full of fun. <laughs> Which is ironic because you're not. Um, Whoa! Boom! Roasted. <laughs> yeah, Dad. This has been I'm a. Not, I'm not the. I'm. I'm the lump on a log. This has been a fun show. I'm the lump on a log. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have literally nothing to say to that. Yeah, because I win. Uh, <laughs> roasted. <laughs> We're gonna wrap it up now. Um, next week it will be. You should two see how people. red his face is because he <laughs> knows so I'm hot. right. No, it's so hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next oh, week, man. next week there will be two people in these, in these chairs, and I don't know what two people those are. It should be me because the ratings are through the roof when it's me. I'm the one that looks at the ratings, so I don't know how you would know that. I just know. I got people talking to me. I got people telling me that it's a great show. Uh, we'll see after this one. This one's a real interesting one. Um, so you just gotta know me if you know my personality. Yo, what up? <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Hello?